Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. And we're rolling. Okay, this- let's do this. Oh, Jesus, she's straight in there, no kissing. Oh my goodness, I thought there might be a little bit of flirting, a little woo, bit of... Woo, woo, woo. A little bit, how are you doing? A little bit, how was your long weekend? No bish bash, bosh was straight in. Uh, sixbitspod at gmail.com is the email address. That's six bits. Oh, we got a few, actually. I say that every day and we never get to read them. No. Sixbitspod at gmail.com is the email address. And welcome to Six Bits. Maureen O'Connell is there. Hello, everybody. Ray and Ray Fo- Foley <laughs> is over there. We don't plan our intros. Cl- <laughs> we don't clearly. plan anything. Uh, I'm Ray Foley and starting the six bits uh, this uh, afternoon. By the way, it's 22. You're under pressure. You need to be gone by what? Two? It's 20 to three. Three. Sorry. You need to be gone by when then? Three? Yeah. Quarter past yeah. three maybe? Yeah. Uh, right then. Let's do this right. Uh, you're starting with number one. Number one today. I want to say up the kid, boy the kid, well done the kid. Because Limerick native Malachi Brown has won himself a Pulitzer Prize in America. Nice. Are you sure it's not a Nobel Prize? Are it's you not. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Nobel or a Nobel. It's neither of those things. This is Malachi Brown from Broadford, uh, who went to UL to study a bit of engineering, I think. But Broadford then went isn't off. a real place. Those, Broad, those, Broadford's a lov- Broadford. lovely I've part of Limerick. Heard of Newcastle West. I've heard of. Uh, is it Glasheen or something Sheen? Is this is there something Glasheen? I don't know. I'm guessing. Mr. Sheen? Uh, Mr. Sheen. There's um, Name other uh, Limerick places. Come on, you I've can do of. it. There's something roundabout. Something roundabout, is there? <laughs> the no? Parkway roundabout? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> hang on now. Let me see. There's. Uh, Come on, think of AA Roadwatch. Where are there always? Yeah. Where is there always? Outside the regional hospital, Dora Doyle and Raheen in Limerick. Raheen. I was saying Glasheen. It was Raheen. Raheen. Yeah. Yeah, Dora, yeah, Dora yeah. Doyle. And uh, now you've got me stumped. And I, I worked in Limerick. I worked for about five minutes in Limerick. O'Connell oh, Street. There, in Live 95. I when did Live 95 for when, a summer. When you don't know a place in Ireland, you can just throw in an O'Connell Street. And you're 50% right. There's going to be an O'Connell Street. You're fine. Is there an O'Connell Street in Cork, actually? No. I've been in Cork long enough. Yeah, I don't think there is. No, so. no O'Connell Street. They have no time for the Liberator in Cork. They're their own republic. They don't need a Kerry man coming over that mountain. Roy Keane is him. their Liberator. Should be Keane Street. Oh, Keane Street. Okay, well, that would be perfect. Malachy Brown, he's the nephew of Vincent Brown. Is uh, he? He is indeed. Followed oh. his uncle into... Um, Followed his uncle into the journalism. Right. Himself and Vincent set up the McGill website together uh, I years ago. I did not ago. know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he went off and he's not only won a Pulitzer Prize along with five other people for an investigation into uh, the Russians and what they're doing in Syria. He won himself an Emmy in 2018 as well for a documentary film from the New York Times also on the Las Vegas shooting. This fella's a bit of a big deal. He's, yeah, he's all right. Bit, we'll have a Malachy Brown Street in Limerick how, before how you know it. How old is Malachy Brown? He's in his forties. In his forties, where in his forties? I think he's in his forties. If he's I've like got. forty-one, I don't like him. If he's forty-nine, I can live with that. Oh no, I think he's younger. He's younger than the forty-nine now. He looks very young, yeah. does our Malachy? Malachy so. Brown. Let me go and have a look and see how old Malachy Brown. Malachy, Malachy Brown. Brown. He's got a big Limerick head in him, surrounded by a bunch <laughs> of Americans and all the pictures that I'm looking at him. It's Brown. like, ah, you can tell. That fella's gone out. 
He's had a few drinks in Doc's nightclub. He's definitely given Flan a kiss on the cheek to get into Costello's for free. That's one for the Limerick people. You've all done it. You know you have. Getting your gravy in the chicken hut. He's yeah. gone to the chicken hut. He looks like he could be a bit of a Donkey Ford's head as well, though. Ooh. Oh, really? Donkey Ford's? What's that? Donkey Ford's is uh, one of the greatest chippers of all time. Oh, it's... Ever. A... Big fan of Chicken Hut as well. Big fan of the Chicken Hut as well. You've got to be careful with these things. You can't be I annoying I can't people. find his age. I cannot find his age. Well, you age. can see a picture of him. I'm opting in order so that I can support and uh, show my appreciation and praise the man. I'm opting to say, say he's late 40s. He's like 49, nearly 50. He's that that means, do you not do that? Where you to make yourself to, feel better, absolutely. I don't acknowledge yourse- people younger than me. So it's like, uh, not Saoirse Ronan, like if Saoirse Ronan wins the Oscar, because she's clearly younger. Yeah. But like, someone who's a little bit older than you, about your age, wins an Oscar. You go, well, you know, <laughs> well, it depends on how much older than you they are. Then you've got that long to win an Oscar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I go I'm, straight to Alan Rickman all the time. His first film role was Die Hard and he was in his 40s then. And there I'm you like, go. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Alan Rickman's first film role being Die Hard. What a way to announce yourself. But yeah, I think everyone does that. Gabriel like, Byrne did that as well. He was late in life, wasn't he? And he was not. The Reardons. How old was Gabriel Byrne once he made it in Hollywood though? Um, well, the Reardons, he was young and he had to change his name from Gay Byrne to Gabriel Byrne. Well, you but, hardly made it if you were in the Reardons. Now, come on. But you then come he started on. making the jumps. Started making the jumps All to right. Hollywood. He would have been in his 30s when he was going, when he was married to to Ellen. What was her name? Oh. Ellen, Ellen, Ellen Barkin. Ellen Arkin? Ellen, Ellen, Ellen Barkin. Barkin, Barkin, Barkin. Um, if, I, if I said DeGeneres, I'd be barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> if, if I said Arkin... Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Are you going to try to make some pun on Alan Arkin's I've been name thinking now? Of Alan Arkin, you would, be. but but they the, would have been the, a lovely couple, don't I'm, you think? Uh, Alan Arkin and Ellen Barkin. No, Gabriel Byrne but it was, and Alan but it was, Arkin. But it was not to be. <laughs> Do you get it? B. Left me out the B. All I gotcha. Right. I gotcha. Aye. So we just want to give a bit of a big up. Uh, you just, can, that's only because it's Limerick. She wouldn't have mentioned it otherwise, lads. But only because it's Limerick, you dirty proud. dog. Proud. N- 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 so n- number can, number uh, two. Number two. Very in depth. I've read a bit of it, and basically the Russians, unsurprisingly, they don't come off very well, lads. No, about what they're the doing Russians, in Syria, yeah. they don't. They don't come off. It's worse than when they were in Bond movies. They're not no, a nice bunch of lads. No, no, no. Number no, number, number number two. Number two for you then, and it's um. This is, uh, I'd rather get it out of the way, actually. It's something that was annoying me. I was oh I'm, I was annoyed, right? Go on. On uh, this, is this Friday or Saturday night on Twitter? There's never a nice place to go, particularly at the weekends, is no. Twitter. And this was Fergal, well, let me go and get the exact uh, tweet that I uh, I responded to. Because I was, it, was, it wasn't really him. Uh, someone retweeted, someone, I don't follow him. This is the health correspondent for RT, Fergal Bowers. Yes. And he posited a question on the um, on the Twitter the other night. Yeah, here here it is. Here here it is. Okay, this is uh, Fergal Bowers on the third of May. Interesting question posed under the re- this uh, coronavirus thing getting pretty serious, isn't it? Where have you noticed that? Well, I I've heard about it. Yeah. Heard about it. I'm I'm keeping an eye on it. Interesting. I'm, I'm pretty serious. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty serious. <laughs> Interesting question posed under the reopening plan because uh, Leo laid out his his roadmap on Friday, didn't he? Mm. 
Uh, when a pitch, golf course or tennis court is allowed open from the 18th of May, yeah. uh, under phase one, but no unnecessary journeys are permitted until the 20th of July, brackets, phase four, is golfing, tennis, etc., a necessary journey? And who decides that? So I read this tweet and I read it again and I read it again and it seems that his question is ultimately with with uh, with with the uh, terms and conditions is taking a journey to tennis or golf a necessary journey is the expression necessary journey does it apply to tennis or golf that is if the journey is beyond the now 5 kilometers of your house can it be qualified as a necessary journey you have said and that the, the words necessary, necessary journey, journey so yeah. many times that it yeah. no longer makes sense to me. I don't I'm understand what you're saying. I'm trying to drive it home necessary, right? Okay, go on. And I read it and read it and then I went and read went into the comments uh, under the tweet and the bulk of them were, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I need to go and play golf. Oh yeah, you try 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 living with someone who who plays golf. Apparently golfing only allowable for members of that club. Uh, Fergal, thank God at last you're personifying what the vast majority of people living in this country are discussing since Lord Leo announced this bullshit. Uh, who decides any of it? Two kilometres versus five kilometres versus 20 kilometres and beyond. Uh, questions like these and the response here show just how ridiculous some of the lockdown rules are. Uh, this needs to be addressed as not many people live within 5k of, the, of their golf club. Like it goes on and on and on and on. And I didn't see any of the type of response which was in my head, right? Because can I hear, have your response to that question? Is if your golf club or your tennis club is beyond 5K, mm. is your journey to go play tennis a necessary journey, Merle, in your experience? When is the 20K coming in? Uh, it's not for, that's not for another while. I'm right. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm operating the 5K thing anyway. Is that not a necessary journey? Because we're allowed to have our exercise and they're saying it's important that we have our exercise every day. So you get in the car and you go, golf club, boom. Now, again, I think this is for a small, we talked about the tennis clubs and the golf clubs last week. And I just think it's the most elitist thing ever. But having, when it was announced, having known people of a certain age who were cocooning, I swear to God, it was like they all went Frank the Tank from old school, like ripping off their tops, going, I can go play golf. This is unreal. So for them, yeah. they've heard golf clubs. They're just going. If it's for exercise, I've got no issue with people driving to go and play a bit of golf. Yeah, but is it not a free pass then to drive off to Kildare from Dublin City Centre? Is it not a free pass to drive down to to Druid's Glen or to the K Club or to or to over to... Adair, or where, do you know what I mean? See, it's, I suppose that's different because, yeah, in my head, you're going from, from a hot spot potentially. I'm from, to, uh, yeah. See, I'm from Limerick, and all the golf clubs there because my father would play golf. It's just up the road. All the golf clubs are near where. Well, you just live. up the road is surely within five k. Then is it? Oh and yeah, not, the golf club is only about from from our house in Limerick. It's less than three kilometers. But we're talking about two different things. Then we I'm, are. I'm, absolutely. I'm asking if your if your dad's golf club was. 20 kilometers or let's say 10 well, then let's he say wouldn't, 15 he wouldn't be allowed to go see I've, yeah my, first anyway when I was <laughs> the answer to your question Fergal is no in my opinion in, in Warren's opinion it seems that the, it, it, uh, it is a necessary journey on the grounds of exercise but you have to stay within your 5 kilometers right but 
this is my point. But because there's because th- th- this is what he is also asking is it's yeah it, it seems it seems pretty cut and dried to me that it is within your five kilometers, but unnecessary journeys are not allowed until the 20th of July. Unnecessary. So is, the question is, is going to play golf beyond 5K necessary? Not and beyond, would, but if it's within 5K, yes, it's fine. Yeah. And I would also say within the within the 5K of a guard with a bit of cop on, because all of the guards are actually applying cop on to this. Yes. To, to this in general. I don't mean just this particular rule, Fergal Bowers. Yeah. But to, to this in general, that if, if your golf club is six or even dare I say 10 kilometers from the house and you're a member or you're all members and you're all going then I'd say they'd probably let you off but like I say if you're driving down to Mead or from Dublin or if you're driving from Limerick up to Donegal no, or uh, up to Nisgrown then you're tearing the arse out of no. it and, the guard, the, and then there's no cop on and then you know yeah. I think a, a level of co- of gumption and cop on the, the thing though that I reacted to was that no one was going and saying just a, a quick reminder, and this is what 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 shocked me about, particularly Fergal Bowers, who is the health correspondent, and he literally sits in the briefing every evening. Yeah. When uh, Tony Houlihan is is giving the numbers of people who have died. Yeah. Not just a, a, a you know a, a vague statistic, just a, on a daily basis, says people are literally dying. That is why we're locking down. That is the context under which all of this is happening. Mm-hmm. And and th- what annoyed me was that nobody in all of the comments, it's got one, 1. 1.7 thousand likes, 187 retweets. And no one really said, I don't think golf and tennis is necessary in the context of people actually dying. So and that evening, I had just seen, and maybe I was, I, was, I was emotional because I'd seen it, uh, 19 people had died that day. Yeah. Like, and if, if we had gone to bed on Saturday night and woke up on Sunday morning and read on the front of the news that 19 people have been killed in a pile-up or a, a, a house, a hotel fire yeah. or give me any other circumstances in which a load of people could die, like 19 people could die in one night. That's what we're talking about. Like, we're talking about in one day, 19 people. So I said, my reply was 19 dead today. How necessary is a round of golf though? Question mark. And th- that's just trying to Put it in context yeah. that that's why we're doing this. I see. Now that said, I don't deny anyone a round of golf or a game of tennis. Not at all. If those, I'm, I don't play it myself. I don't do it at all. And I'm not one of those Nazis. Like, think of the think of the people. But it, but seriously, lads, if you're whining about playing golf and and you think that anyway, I just I just uh, from from a context point of view, I, I think that we're facing a very uh, a silent killer as well. And that's people's mental health. And having talked to, you know, older people in my estate at home in Limerick and stuff and chatting to my parents, they're very down, like very down. I've never, I've never seen them like this before. I was on to mom today and (laughs) she was just like, I can't talk now. Irma's here. (laughs) Because today's the first day the cocooners are allowed out. All right. Her mate made a beeline for the front door from up the road. Because she was able to go for, for a bit of a walk. And right. my mother had this big happy head in her. She was just and like... And the distance then? What, how does that work? Is that, are they they're, allowed... They're distance. Irma oh, kind of right, called okay. and she's at the front and mum's at the in, okay. in the house. But she got to see her friend for the first time in eight months and she sounded positive. Eight weeks. It was Yeah, eight weeks, sorry. She sounded like she'd 
dropped a load of LSD or ecstasy right. or something, she was happy. She was happy. Yeah, so, look, at I, I absolutely understand that. But like I say, if you were to open the front of the newspaper tomorrow morning and saw 19 people dead and it wasn't COVID, yeah. you'd be you'd be horrified. I know. Go, you know, how, how do we stop this happening every single day? I know. I, and that is the context under which we're doing this. I absolutely understand that. And no more than your mum, I'm sure that your mum has five kilo, a five kilometre radius. She can she can walk ten kilometres now, or, or oh, more Jesus, all around. She's going mad. She's gone mad. And like there must be, and again, it's not strictly within five k. Sure that if your mum played tennis or if your mum played golf, there be there would be one relatively nearby that you can go and play golf in. There isn't a guard that's going to be parked outside the golf club going, how far did you come? Oh, you're 5.2 kilometres, that's it. No. I don't think that's I, happening either. I, but it's not a necessary journey. No, it's not. And it's but not a free pass to drive. There's a bit of cop on being employ- uh, employed by the Gardaí, but I did hear an amazing one last week. So, you know, Brian O'Connell, the journalist who works on Mary Wilson's Drive Time show. No, uh, but I'll take your word okay. for it. And, um... He was parked at, not to bring it back to Limerick again, but he was parked, he was there at the Limerick Tunnel doing a report. And next thing, this car with four lads pulls up and the guard's like, where are you going, lads? And they said, oh, we're going to, we're going to collect a dog. <laughs> and she just went, and where have you come from now? They had big northern accents on it. They'd oh driven down from Donegal and they were heading out to Ask Eaton in Limerick to pick up a puppy, a greyhound puppy. And she was like, what, is this a necessary journey now, lads? It is, guard. You have to get them young. You have to get so, them young. And she went, sorry about this. Sorry that you've driven three hours down the road. But you're going to have to turn around and head back up because this is not a necessary journey. It was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I was like, are you kidding? Four and lads is that it? Car. That's all that happens is she turns them around. Is that she it? turned them around. I'm sure they might have tried to get through a different way. Is there a way. fine? Is there a punishment? Or is there anything that can be applied to them? There probably could be. I don't know if that happened. That They wouldn't be allowed to do the legal proceedings on, on microphone. The radio. But certainly she was like, right. I think, Off yeah. you go back to Donegal. You see, yeah. I suppose you can you can take two views of this. And I take the more, the more uh, firm. Mm. I'm, I'm the... I'm the enforcer in our house as well. That uh, I'm inclined to take the view that, like, you have to, particularly for the rest of us, by the way, the rest of us who have been so good, good boys and girls, the best yeah. boys and girls in class, so good. locking down, not seeing our relatives, mm. uh, and uh, doing this for all the right reasons, and hating it, but doing it because this is what we were told to do and this is what we have to do to see people like that driving from Donegal down to Limerick to pick up a greyhound dog. Oh, Jesus. That they should be. Within the full force of the law, they should have their arses leathered. Oh yeah, they should. They should. We should act. Bring back whipping. They we weren't. Had whipping. They weren't brothers either. I can tell you, they're not self-isolating in the house by yeah. themselves. I can tell you that much. Yeah, and within the full extent of the law, and there should be mm. massive fines, and there should, there should be punishments. But a lot of people say, "No, punishments isn't going to bring people along." You're not going to bring people along that drive the entire length of the the country, no. the, the, the Western Sea. Anyway, uh, shall we move? to number three. Number th- number three. I know you can't hear it, but I've hit the button, okay? okay. All right. Number um, three. Birthday, isolation birthdays. We had an isolation yeah. birthday in this house yesterday. Is uh, it just you or are you the only one to have an isolation birthday? The, the, well, everyone thought it was because I was putting stuff up on, on Instagram. Everyone thought it was my birthday. And I was like, no, it's the housemate's birthday. But ah. It was the housemate's birthday. So I went and... You know that I can't cook or bake, but Ashing Larkin had made us cook along on the six o'clock show to these brownie things. Yeah. I flip and made them and they're delicious. Like, I can bake. 
put a lot of effort in. So I had to, because we live in such a small house, I had to find ways of doing all this when he wasn't around. Wow. Which How did you do that? He's not able to go outside. It was basically... Did you, did you, know, you use chloroform? It was basically drugging him <laughs> so that he'd fall asleep. And I could do bits and pieces. And I love the idea of you, of you creeping up behind him with a, with a damp rag. <laughs> please do not. And he's, he initially struggles. He's reaching behind him and then he, then he goes limp. Listener, please. And then, please. and then you're not strong enough to hold him up as you both fall over onto the coffee table. Listener, please do not drug your housemate to make a cake. Please... Do not do that. He happened, Tiny house. He Tiny, the house is so small that he fell against the wall. He just slowly slumped against the wall. He happens to fall asleep a lot earlier than I do, so I can get a lot done. So I got the balloons done and I got the signs on the wall and all this kind of stuff. So trying to buy a present in lockdown, that's something else because I have to think ahead and I'm not the sort of person who can think ahead. I'm the sort of person who walks into a shop and goes, I'll take that and I'm done. And that's normally five minutes before the birthday. Same. So I thought and I got off and I got him a few presents, but his birthday is on. May the 4th, Star Wars Day. The 4th of maybe with you. Yeah, exactly. And he's a massive Star Wars fan. So I was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I obviously, I always get him something Star Wars themed all the time. So I went off and I was like, oh, this is fabulous. Saw it online. It's, it's a model of the Millennium Falcon. Oh. And I was like, this is class. I've actually seen these. Uh, I, I, well, uh, hang on. I saw this on your Insta and then I... I actually saw them in Disney last year when I was there. I've seen these. Yeah, so you don't put them together with glue. You just have to, you know, you just have to put them, they they slot together. Are they like bronze or some sort of titanium-y looking crap? Yeah, it's like like a silver titanium looking crap. So if I want it in my house, I'm going to have to get gold spray paint and spray paint it gold. Because if it's not gold, it's not in my house. All right, okay, right. But I was like, this is going to be cool. Because I love Star Wars as well. I was like, this is going to be a nice piece. You know, it'll be big enough. And I'd put that up on a shelf. I made then, the same mistake that I know you're going to make. Oh, wait, Sorry, go on. Hold go on, on. Now. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to yeah. go get it up, but I'm going to tell you the story. Wait there. Wait there, caller. Yeah, no. Wait there, caller. Okay, please hold, caller. Please hold. I know exactly what she's going to tell me because I was thinking about buying one of these for myself. And uh, I think I may have even had it in no. the basket. And I, I, I was I just ordered, saying that. I ordered I, this thing and I was so excited. I was so yeah. excited. And then I got an email from work because I get everything sent to work. And I was like, um, they were like, you've got. Um, a parcel? No, you got letters. I went, what do I have letters for? Grand. So I went down anyway, and there was a couple of letters there. And uh, and I opened one of the letters. Uh-huh. Tiny letters. <laughs> it was it was the bloody Millennium Falcon, which I thought yeah. would be coming in a box. <laughs> and it comes in. Yeah. I thought it was going to be as big as a laptop. And it turns out, are you ready for the Millennium Falcon? It's, I think it's the size of a Jaffa cake. It's tiny, yeah. You know what? I made exactly the same mistake when I was when I was in uh, Disney. I I saw it because they, they own they show it in the present in the in the like in the it's because it's a flat pack job, isn't it's it? It's a flat pack. It's IKEA. Yeah. yeah, tiny little model. And I did the same thing. I threw it in the into the basket, and then it they showed one made like up on the shelf, and I was like, "Hang on a second, it's tiny. <laughs> Hang on a it's, second, it's smaller than a dinky car. It's for <laughs> diehards." It's, collectors it's, it's you know yeah Hot Wheels you know Hot Wheels cars yeah. that's the size of this goddamn Millennium Falcon so you can imagine this thing has to be put together all I heard yesterday was where is that piece gone where is it because <laughs> it's so small how, they kept on how much it. was it how much are they oh, wasn't that expensive all right okay. like 20 something like that okay yeah, Um, tw- maybe even less maybe it was 15 I should have known but I, <laughs> I didn't pay attention because I was like... It's grand. It's grand. I it's like, lovely. Pr- I just need to order something. Look at the size of the thing. 
Look it's at adorable. Have I still played with it though and done Chewbacca sounds? Yes, I have. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, oh. I know, Chewie. It, I know. I get it, Chewie. Is is it number five? Is it number five? It's number four. Number four, okay. No, number four. Number four. My number four is May the 4th be with you. Hey. Uh, this is a couple of things on this. Uh, this was yesterday, of course, but we're celebrating because we weren't on yesterday. Uh, the first one I did was uh, on, my, on my Twitter. I wrote, uh, may the 4th be with you. Uh, refrain and also with you and then I wrote in capital letters the mass has ended go in peace love and serve the Lord uh, which is the best bit of the mass as everyone knows which is like Lord be with you and also with you the mass has ended go in peace love and serve the Lord it, the feeling as the priest is saying those words is the best isn't it the best feeling it's the mass has ended go in peace love the serve, if- serve the Lord and you're thinking in your head as he said it you're like yes yes I Freaking will, Father. <laughs> if you've lasted that long, because you know sometimes you go up to get the communion, you walk back down, you just uh-huh. walk straight out the door. <laughs> You're just like, no one can see me. Make a run for it. Make a run for it. Go! I used to love that whole stretch, actually, between communion and the end of the Mass, because you're like, this is it now. This is it. It's all over. It's 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 lights out. Game over. <sighs> they think it's all over. It, it is, is now. now. Uh, so yeah, I love that whole story because they would do the uh, announcements or the kind of the bits out of the pamp or out of the newsletter. Yeah. And uh, so thank you so much. We raised seven thousand euro last Cheers. week for. Yeah. Yeah, and the community centre is open, and what all the and usual you're sitting bits there going, us. now is the priest tired today because he's done three masses, or is he going to drag the arse out of these community notices? What's is he going to keep what, going? What mood is he in today? And then the the. Uh, Peace be with you, and no, no, what? The Lord of Mercy, Lord be with you. Is it? That's what Lord be with. Bow your head, bow your head, and pray for God's blessing. At the very end, the very it? End. Lord be with you, and also with you. Do you bow your head at the very end? No, you don't. No, you do your bow before. They ring the, the bells. They ring the bells before communion. Yeah, they ring the bell. That's when you bow your head. You don't bow your head then at the end again, do you? I don't know. I can't remember. No, I don't. was always after communion. I was always out the door. I was going over to the news agents uh, to get my copy uh, of either Big Sugar or Bliss magazine. Yeah. The um when when we were kids when they did the ringing of the the bells before communion and my brother said to my granny or my mother why do they ring the bells and he my mother or whatever granny said that when they ring the bells that means Jesus Christ has come down from heaven and he's gone into the bread that's what the bells mean. <laughs> And then, and then they rang they rang the bells again oh God. and Morgan my brother said there he goes he's back up <laughs> up, up again <laughs> the stuff that you tell us do you know do you know when when the altar boys and girls started disappearing and you go to mass what? they'd be no one not not it not they weren't disappeared not like flipping, good fellas flipping catholic church not like good fellas they did. just another know, Certainly in our church, it went through this phase of not having, you know, servers. And yeah. um, and then you'd be like, either the bells wouldn't be rung or the priest would be ringing the bells by himself up on the altar. I'd always feel a bit lonely and sad then. I'd be like, do you want me to ring the bells, Father? Do you know, just let me help you out here. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Yeah, I always felt bad. Anyway, I wrote, may the fourth be with you on my Twitter, right? And uh, it's something, this is something I always do with Anne Gleeson, actually. This is a historical thing we do. Mm. We do the... Peace be with you and also with you, Father. Or we do, so uh, the 4th of May, and I always intentionally, every 4th of May, I don't say, may the 4th be with you. 
I say the 4th of maybe with you just to be an ass. Yeah. And then I try and see how many people react to it. Nobody did this time, actually. I got 48 likes, but I didn't get any, uh, I didn't get anyone going, uh, it's actually May the 4th with you. Did you? Oh, you should have told me. I would have put it up at the same time and we would have watched men go to me. You don't, it's actually May the 4th it's, be with you, you idiot, <laughs> as Ray would have been fine with no one correcting him. Well, but it's actually May the 4th be with you, stupid little girl. The, yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, I did put a hashtag in mine saying may the fourth be with you because then it got... Anyway, so then people would see what it's on about. So I kind of... I shat on my own joke there. Right. Anyway, Thomas Murray writes back, right? So this is this is on my Twitter. The fourth of may be with you, refrain, and also with you. The masses ended go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thomas Murray replies back, a classic of O'Brien's. It's now impossible to think of one without the other. Now, when I read this... <laughs> I surmised from Thomas's tweet that O'Brien is Dara O'Brien and inevitably Dara O'Brien, comedian, fellow Irishman, no doubt Irish Catholic, probably put it on his Twitter at some point. Yeah. May the fourth be with you, yeah. priest, refrain, and also with, with you, you, right? Right? Yeah. But instead of going with my surmising, I just replied... What? <laughs> Question mark. Because, oh, God. Because I ain't having it, friend. <laughs> oh, God. That is... So, uh, was it Thomas? Is, is his name Thomas? Thomas, yeah. Thomas. That was you taking red rag out of the pocket. No, do you there's, know what it is, though, as Twitter, well? Twitter Ray Bull and just put it, you just know what, shaking you know what, it in front of his face there now. But do you know what Thomas is trying to do as well? Thomas is at something. Thomas is like... Uh, that's not actually yours. Oh no, that's his way of being like, uh, I'm not going to say outright that it's Darrow O'Brien's that you're you've robbing. Robbed, you've robbed that from Darrow O'Brien. I'm just going to let you know that I know that you know that I know you know. Exactly. That yeah. it's Whereas Darrow I'm sitting O'Brien. here going, pal, I ain't having that. <laughs> and f- furthermore, I'm on the radio three hours a day. I do a bit of telly, do a bit of Twitter, do a bit of Insta. It is inevitable. I'm going to say the same stuff. As other people have said. But, and you can vouch for this, Mern. I will never say something that I know I would rather not. I won't say something that I know someone else has said. Yes. So, for instance, like, if it's definitely clearly someone else's. Unless, of course, I reference, I'd say, like, as Daryl Rian once said, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But more often than not, I wouldn't, wouldn't like, even do we that. we would never do, do that. Azerbaijan. <laughs> I hate you, I didn't know that. I, know I didn't know did. the Azerbaijan thing was from Eddie Izzard. I, know I, I, I didn't know. I'm sure I've seen the stand-up. But uh, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, Thomas goes back to the 12th of December, 2017. No. No. <laughs> I can't deal with this today. No. Oh, God, no. And he retweets. No. No. I'm going to blame Catholicism for this, but anytime somebody says, may the force be with you, I need the other person to say, and also with you. So, oh, <laughs> so no. then I went back to the 4th of May, i.e. May the 4th, 2016. No! Oh, God. <laughs> a whole year and a half earlier than Darrow Breen's tweet. Oh, <laughs> And I said, the 4th of May, and it's a tweet that says, to Anne, the 4th of May be with you, at Anne Gleeson. Now, Anne's deleted her account, so her responses, and also with you, was gone. Gone. But it, it made the point. So I said, me and Anne have been saying it to each other for years. 
someone should go back to his page from three years ago and call it one of Foley's. Yeah. On, unless, of course, it's something loads of people think. And then in capital letters, though I seriously doubt it. <laughs> and he replied, ah, touche. I've gone f- full Donald Trump on my Twitter, by the way. <laughs> More capital letters and exclamation marks. I think, I think we, need, we need to let Ray go to a golf course or a tennis club. <laughs> Somewhere within outside five his within five <laughs> uh, Touche, says Thomas. Well, in that case, he owes you internet money royalties. Don't spend it all at once. Thank you, Thomas. It's great to know that the Twitter police, are the, the Twitter copyright and patent intellectual property police, are keeping an eye out for Dara O'Brien's oh, thieved. Uh, and uh, one other thing on May the 4th, just very quickly, um, because they had to announce something uh, Disney and uh, Lucas and all them, they yes. announced that Taika Waititi will be directing a Star Wars movie. And apparently that Mandalorian making of is quite good, although I'm not into those making of things. And I think Disney is sort of scraping the barrel by releasing a Mandalorian making of, like a six-parter making of documentary mm. about a thing that was only, what, eight parts? Well, there's or- there's also meant to be, didn't they release, was it yesterday or the other day, um, uh, a documentary on the cover art on how What's-His-Name came up with when George Lucas said, "Read this, read this screenplay. Give me what you think these will look like." And there's, oh. there's a documentary on that which I want to watch. That's been released on Disney Plus, or okay. is it called Disney Plus? I th- it's called Disney Plus, oh, and okay. I think I think cover art is the name of the documentary that. Oh, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. One. I think it's all. Uh, is it called cover art? And then there's all different ones. So one of them's Mandalorian, maybe. All right. Uh, anyway, I, I love Taika, I, but Taika, don't, 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 don't let Disney ruin you. You're happy in Marvel. I love you in Marvel. Well, that's Disney as well. Oh, they own it now as well. Jesus. Yeah. I did watch the first Avengers last night. Oh, yeah, I wasn't watching a Star Wars. I was like, no. Because I tried to watch Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones recently and I was too upset. I cannot do anything with Star Wars. You watched the first Avengers with the flying uh, snails in the sky coming yeah. to the, port- the portal. That yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's good. The, the bit where, where um, uh, Loki, uh, where... Loki gets bashed around by by the Hulk, little god, and what was wasn't it wasn't in that one as well where Thor was like puny god, where Thor was where where Hulk punches Thor as well. They're like yeah yeah, and then go, that's yeah, when they were up in the big battleship and he just he's like yeah we've done a great job and he punches him. So it's just my way of trying to trick the housemaid into getting to Thor Ragnarok because that is my hungover movie. And yeah, I watch it all the time and he's like, no, no, he's put, he's like, you can't watch it. We can't watch it every week. So if I, st- <laughs> if I start with the Avengers, I know by Wednesday night, by tomorrow night, we'll be watching Thor Ragnarok. So it's my way of tricking him. Then you're grand. Um, yeah, right. Number five. Number five. One moment, please. Number, n- n- number five. This is apropos of nothing. This is not in the news. I, the news I couldn't deal with today, but uh, this is uh, over the weekend. So we were just talking about mass there a while ago. The parents are watching internet masses to beat the band. Really? The, absolutely. Just so many masses. All all of the masses, the peace be with you, all that stuff. And um and I was on to them the other night. <laughs> and I was faced, you know, looking at them and I was just like, what's going on there? So in the background <laughs> you only live Jesus. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> COVID. In, We're going COVID. Full COVID on the pod. This, but in the this background, afternoon. You Only Live Twice was on. And then the foreground on the iPad, the mass was on. So you could hear, <laughs> the, you could hear the priest. And then the TV was turned down on James Bond. 
which I think yeah. you only live twice, kind of perfect for a Catholic mass, don't you think? Uh-huh. And um, and I was like, why, uh, why, you know, why haven't you? Pa-? My father wouldn't understand how to pause a television now. That's beyond him. Right. And uh, I just went, why didn't you know? Why haven't you just turned it off or whatever? He was like, sure, I know how mass ends. I can't remember how this James Bond ends. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. There are some priorities, my friend. It brought me a bit of joy. I hope it brings joy to you. Tell your parents, multitask, watch the mass, have TV on in the background. They don't have to miss anything. I wonder, will old people, no more than uh, all the rest of us, you know, like uh, they're saying, you know, uh, once lockdown is lifted, there's going to be a new normal. The new normal is going to be for Mm. a lot of of us working from home that so many more of us are going to continue working from home rather than going into the office because, you know, we've experienced this now. We know it can be done. This is going to be part of the new normal. I wonder, will will old people now want to watch masses on their iPads more as opposed to going in as part of the new normal? Or will it be the case that they'll want to bring in their iPads into mass so they can do that. They can watch the James Bond they while watch, they're sitting in mass. Or they could watch another mass and be like, I'm just going to rate, rate and review. They'll start podcasts about rating and reviewing masses all mass, over the country. Be, oh, do you know what? That that should be a, 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 a business, a web 2.0 business we set up. Like Absolutely. An app. Should set up an app for rate your mass. Done. That'd be, that'd be awesome. We, we should, actually, should actually do that. <laughs> we, we need to patent that now. Get, get onto Connor on my Twitter and he'll uh, he'll uh, seal up the uh, inter- Thomas rather. Thomas will sort it out. The intellectual property. Uh, masses have changed a lot though recently. Have you, like, have you noticed that? Like, like we went we, because anyway, we went to a lot of masses in the last couple of years, and I found that mass, like standard masses, not funeral masses, but like the standard mm. mass. You know the way you can book a mass for like an anniversary or a month's mind, and yeah. it's just a regular mass, and you go along to it. Yeah, like there. Are, one, there's not a lot of kids at it, but the, the kids that are at it, they all have devices with them. All of them, or, yeah. Or they have their homework with them. I saw a bunch of kids doing their, like they had the whole pew. With the, they had a whole stuff. row to themselves. Of course, there's not many people at Mass anymore, no. even the, the, the Sundays. So like you can get a whole empty row, put the kids backwards on their knees. And they can just. It, and they're doing their homework for the next day. <laughs> I was blown away. I was like, that is genius. Why didn't they let us do that when we were kids? You get your homework done on a Sunday morning. Don't have to worry about it all weekend. The the 45 minutes for mass. Yeah. Of course, I, I get it. I get the whole idea of your know, masses <laughs> for mass. It'd be great if you get your homework done. That would have been awesome. But they've, kids, kids have, they're, they're not, you know the way we were afraid to say boo to, uh, to, uh, to uh, essentially a Jesus ghost when we were at mass. <laughs> yeah. It was like, be quiet, shut up, you know, I'll leather you, whatever, that sort of stuff. Now kids have the run of the place. You see them wandering all over the altar. I'm like, this is class. Why, why, why didn't, why didn't, this was great fun. And no one, no parents, no grandparents gives out to them at all. Yeah. Ah, they're just going for a wander. It's fine. I was like, if I went for a wander during mass, you'd always be the one that'd be like, I'll collect the baskets. Just so that you could move. Just so that you were allowed move yeah. as a child because you had to sit there. So yeah, they seem to be having great crack in mass, the kids that go. Uh, number six. No, number numbers, 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 num- number six. Uh, I can do uh, emails. Gillian uh, O'Connor was on. She says, folks, 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 what do we have to do to get those photos of the sexy mailman? Uh, oh. we, can't, <laughs> we can't. We cannot disseminate the photographs of the, the good looking mailman. We can't. Actually, hang on. Hang on one second. Let's see. Oh, maybe it came in the door, actually. A gross invasion of privacy. I, are those ring doorbells? Are they contravening some sort of a law? Uh, no, because it'd be like a security camera. A security camera isn't con- contravening a law, is it? 
Well, you're capturing their image, though. Yeah, I suppose you're for for your own security purposes. Ray is on the phone, by the way, in the middle of the uh, podcast. Everybody, he's News ringing busy. Kate. She's, he's she's ringing on the phone Kate. To her dad, I guess I wanted to see if 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 sexy mailman delivered the post today or what was the actually. Do you know what? I can go back and look on my ring. And Tom Tom Hardy. Is he like Tom Hardy? There she is ringing me now. Hang on one second. He is like Tom Hardy. Uh, Hello. Hello. Hi. Did the good looking uh, postman deliver the post today? Do you know? I didn't see. Um, Oh, sure you didn't, Kate. (laughs) Right, go on. Yeah, bye. Bye, bye. There you go. She's only downstairs, but you know yourself. Jesus, I am having an effect on you. All right. Go on. Go on. Go on. Uh, that mailman sounds like a ride. Also, Ray, I thought of you when I saw it see attached, and it was uh, it was a a, a, col- a column a, col- a newspaper column. Uh, anyway, yeah, you're you're right, Gillian. That's what we're talking about. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not being bad. I'm not being bad. No, we're not talking about it. No, stop. Thanks, Gillian. Uh, I get you. Thank, I thank- got you, girl. I got you, babes. I got you, babes. And the nice ball was back in touch as well, actually. Help me play a little uh, raising money. Uh, myself and other locals are running a virtual Punchestown Phillies Day this Friday. That was last Friday. I'm so, sorry, this Sorry. <laughs> Awkward on that. Sorry. Sorry. And I've got another one. A meal delivery. Uh, and someone used our email address to sign us up for Western Digital's uh, newsletter. Western Digital are the... Um, the hard drive makers. They used Six Bits Pod to sign us up for their... Uh, Gotta go, babes. Six Bits Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you anytime you like. And... Oh, oh Claire was in touch with me. Claire, our, our producer, former producer now. She's still producing, doing bits of producing, production. No, Claire, Claire Murray. Hello, babe. No, she's gone. Uh, she was in touch and she says she knows that Rose of Tralee uh, that we were talking about. The Rose of Tralee who won. She was the Cork Rose. Let me see, Claire. Let me see. Do you remember we were talking about her in the Rose of Tralee? She whipped off the skirt. She did the Irish dance. All right. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. She says, uh, your discussion about the first rose that whipped her dress skirt off to do a dance. That was Denise Murphy, now O'Sullivan. It was 1991. And the reason I know is because she was an absolute gem. It's a long story, uh, but I went out for lunch with her after she won and we're still friends on Facebook. She's fab. They- Denise Murphy, now O'Sullivan. Denise O'Sullivan, knee Murphy. Gorgeous. Well done, you. Well done, Fair you. Fair play to you. Fair uh, play to you. Quick check in with Pat if he's still there. My piles are giving me jip. Yeah, his piles are still giving him jip. Pat. Uh, Pat. Pat. <laughs> Jesus. We're sorry. being told not to ignore underlying conditions Ailments. at the moment, even no. if it's not coronavirus. Pat, you got to go to your GP, man. you got to slather some witch hazel on there, Patrick. <laughs> Oh no, no, why did you do that? I've got to go into work and I've got to cook tonight and now I've got a vision of Pat slathering witch hazel on his gyps. There you go. Oh, and his oh, piles that are giving I, him gyps. And his gyps. <laughs> and his gyps. <laughs> Just salt, salt and vinegar on your gyps. <laughs> right, go on, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Stay away from yourselves. And each other. <laughs> <laughs>